Welcome to Marvel Vision, a podcast about Marvel, the MCU, and right now, Secret Invasion. I'm Alex. I'm Justin, and I'm invaded. I'm Pete. And you're also invaded. That's how we introduce this podcast. We always <laughs> introduce it with our Do invasion we? status. Uh-huh. I'm invaded by this episode because it was better than other ones. Yeah, totally redeemed itself. Come on, let's go. We're going to be talking about Secret Invasion Episode 4, Beloved, so if you haven't watched it on Disney Plus yet, definitely do, because we're going to spoil it. But in this episode, we're first dealing with the fallout of the death of Gaia. Is Gia? Gia? I don't know. I think it's Gaia. We said Gia last time for some reason, but it's Gia. Gaia. Well, she's like mostly butter, like scrolls are like soft like butter, and Gia is a type of butter. Yeah, exactly. There you are. All right. Oh, there you are. (laughs) Oh, there you are. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, she's not dead. She came back to life thanks to extremists. That's what she put into uh, her body real quick. Uh, and uh, that's that's not important because we don't spend a lot of the episode of that. Instead, no. we move over to the fact that the handgun that was given to Mrs. Fury was to kill Mr. Fury. They both shoot at each other, but they miss. And then that's we're, not, we're done with that. That's, we're done with that. I, I do that on a weekly basis with my my wife. Wow, and then we're you guys set to... down guns on the table, and then quote poetry to each other, and at the last line, shoot each other. Absolutely, we, every week what we choose a new poem. Is romance, brother? Wow, you guys. <laughs> wow, uh, I mean, cool. you know, I, 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 you guys have successful marriages, so I guess you guys. My are wife doing and it right. I, my wife and I, we do Shel Silverstein. We do like, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Where the sidewalk ends, and then I I shoot at her. Okay, that's almost kinky, Alex. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's hot, dude. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And then anyway, we're done with that stuff, and then we're on to uh, Don Cheadle is a scroll, and Nick Fury is trying to catch him, and he doesn't catch catch him. Catch them all. Uh, But the president, who doesn't have much in the way of security, gets attacked by Gravik and his scrolls in the process. Talos saves the president, but Talos dies. And uh, this is the third out of four episodes where somebody has died, quote unquote, at the end of the episode. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, big mm -hmm. theme. It's a theme, I believe is what it's called. Yeah, death is real. It it seems like you guys are more positive on this. We've been pretty negative on the show waiting for the turn. Pete. You are all on board the secret invasion train. Is that what I'm getting? I am. I am. I am on now. I'm excited. I have hope for the You're invaded. Yep. In a uh, non-weird way. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I felt like finally we got a little bit more of a positive term. First off, when a woman came back to life and I was like, yes, yes, thank you, show. Stop killing the women. This is huge. They can uh, all come back to life, hopefully. Um, but also, I felt like watching the kind of recap, I was like, oh, it's clear. Everybody's scrolls. Nobody's human. It's all scrolls. Um, so I, I feel like I had, they gave us hope in this episode. Also that, that poetry, the little bit there, that was kind of nice. It was kind of sweet. And then reading poetry to somebody and then not shooting them. I mean, what's more romantic than that? I mean, it was kind of effed up that Fury shot this, uh, very nice art piece on the wall that has to do with a mask. Yeah. Think about it. Think about it. Scrolls. Uh, We are a mask. I mean, come on, dude. You know uh what I mean? Yep. I'm with you. It's what, that's a metaphor. Right in yeah. your face. It's so good. It's a meta five. I like to say. <laughs> nice, dude. I love it. Uh, what about you, uh, Justin? It sounds like you're a little more positive about this one as well. 
the show is starting to do, and I don't know if they will, there's not much time left and they have a lot to have happen still. But this episode I felt like had some types of scenes that I think are more what I want to see. Like, like the Fury, Mrs. Fury stuff I actually thought was pretty good. It's still clumsy. It's not like the right, 100% right version. But actually, I was in on that scene where they shot and missed each other on purpose. Like, that was fun. Good ending to that scene. Yeah. Um, Also, uh, War Machine uh, showing some uh, uh, wrestling knowledge, you know, giving a shout out to The Undertaker, talking about DDPs. I I thought that was fun. Uh, You know, I was like, let Don Cheadle be Don Cheadle. You know what I mean? Like, let him have some fun with this. But that's not Don Cheadle. That's John Deedle. Yeah, oh, exactly. Scroll impersonator. Oh, oh, uh, what a coincidence! His name that he chose him. <laughs> and I, I, I also like the use of um, the poem again, like a little bit clumsy the way they executed it. But the idea that a, a poem written about being beloved on Earth, on Earth, from right? the perspective of someone who's treating Earth as a sanctuary, yeah. versus like I thought that was a, a nice idea. I wish they sort of made that part of the story rather than just said it and were like shrug emoji. I think it was implied. I think it was implied a little bit. I I just feel like they're starting to put stuff on the table that is more interesting, but yes, I feel like the roadie stuff was so weird, especially as it went on the fight at the end, I thought was clumsy. It doesn't make sense. The idea that all these soldiers would be like, who needs to get the president out? This very bone crunching old man, Nick Fury, is the only one who <laughs> can the get one. the president. How is that out? not clear? Oh my god! No, it, very weird. Uh, but Alex, uh, what, what's sure. your take? Sure, I, I, I think I'm probably like we're going clearly in scale of negative, but I agree that I still don't think Wait. the show. Hold on, I just wanted to say one more positive thing before Please. you start shitting on it. Absolutely, the fact that Talos was like. Uh, you know, like himself halfway as he was saving the president. I know that was kind of I, dumb, but no, I, I also liked it. I liked it. I liked it like he could show who he is and the fact that like people had to be yelled at a little bit, but then rallied behind him. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was cool. So go ahead, Alex. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's fine. Whenever you have a yeah, baby, I like it like that. You got to shout it out. That's how we... <laughs> Established. That's, that's how we call those. Exactly. In our in our outline, that's what we write. Is those, yeah, you know that's the thing. Like, yeah. They rub their chest and they're like, oh, okay, uh-huh. we're going to calm down the argument. You say, I got yeah. a yeah, baby, I like it like that. And then, yeah, baby, I like it right, like that. Floor seated. Um, this show is still not good, but this l- episode was less not good than some of the previous episodes. I'll take it. That's a I'd W. Say. That's a W. Definitely not. And that's what that's what we call that's what we call in the business is a no baby yuck yuck. I don't like that. Right? <laughs> yep. When uh when Gloria Stefan sang what, that song. What that was it? Was it show. the fact that uh aliens don't understand alcohol in the breath? Is that what no, lost you? All, all, you know, all honestly, the thing that lost me is the thing that I was sort of joking about at the beginning of the episode when I was recapping where I was like, every time I was starting to get on board with something, the episode was like, nah, done with that. We're moving on to the next thing. Yeah. Like, there was no there was no flow to the plot in terms of what's happening. Like, the Gaia stuff, first of all, I'm glad she's not dead. That's yeah. good. I wonder if they're going to deal with the fact that if you extremist too hard, you explode. (laughs) It was something that was established in Iron Man. I'm going to guess probably not. 
Probably yeah, how about the the idea that they were like, uh, oh, what part of Iron Man can we bring out? Extremist? The <laughs> lamest part? Like, come on. It was just, it's just like such a weird and then we get one little instance of Groot arms here. But yeah, I was like, dude, which is Groot arm action? It's unheralded, it's un there's it's one quick moment nobody, and then there's no more. Nobody seems phased by anything or asking any questions about anything in the show. Like nobody seems yeah. inquisitive at all. Like Nobody at this point has asked, hey, Everett Ross was a Skrull and he died. What happened to Everett Ross? Or even the the not big reveal, because we knew this several episodes back. I think pretty much everybody guessed this the first time you showed up that Don Cheadle was a Skrull. If you didn't, you definitely knew it by the end of the last episode. And if you didn't, they underplayed it anyway. And that's fine. But that nobody is like, so how long has he been a Skrull? What does this mean? When was your, where is the real, is Rhodey dead? I don't know. Like, these are uh, questions that I think we'll be dealing with. But the fact that everybody's like, well, business as usual, just going to track this skull to the president. Here we go. is frustrating. And the idea that they're going to, they're going to end up at the end of the final episode and walk into the human computer and be like, Oh look! It's you believe this? Rhodey's here. It's like yeah, what? You've done and that and for Martin so long. Like, I'm here too. Oh, I mean, I'm here too. Yeah. My American accent. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just think you're upset because you don't read your wife poetry. You read her one fish, two fish. I think that's well, really well. just to get back to the flow of it. So, like, you have the Gaia stuff, and then that gets kind of resolved with Talos that sets up him making the sacrifice at the end of the episode. Their conversation is very clunky. It's fine. They're good actors, but I get that it's setting up the fact that he's like, we just got to prove the hearts to them. And by the end, he's proved his heart to the president by bashing open the window and saving his life. So the president would be like, wow, scroll amnesty. That guy died for me. That's fine. I get all of that's happening. But then we move on to the Fury, Mrs. Fury thing. And I know they're not going to do that, but that's legit in my mind. Like, that's a whole episode if you want to do it. That is... Them working through their relationship and the fact that they potentially have to kill each other, that's a great amount of tension. And I want to see that played out for longer rather than There's like no time. we shot at each other, we laugh, and we're like, well, maybe see you next episode. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. No? Agreed. It, that's how marriage like, works, bro. No, all I'm saying it, is in terms of the episode that it, it's a fractured watching experience. Even though I liked particular things in here, there wasn't enough time to sit on them. And then when we moved away from them, it felt like a clunky transition. Well, I think this show is clumsily made. And it's very funny that they were like, this is our Andor. A show that is so meticulously crafted (laughs) that everything like lays on each other in such a great way. And this show just doesn't do that from even a moment to moment basis. But maybe by the end, you'll be calling it Andor. You know what I mean? I like 100% maybe will there not. There will be not so many connections. Everything will tie together, you know. We might, be calling, we might be calling it and but, but not and. Oh, yeah. all right. That's an improv joke. I just want to say that, like, I think <laughs> the. It's not. Uh, it's a pun, I think. Well, <laughs> Technically. I mean, it's all It's an improv yes. joke in the way that I made it up off the top of my head right now, riffing off something. That's said, fair. But otherwise, no. That's not the notes that I received about what we were going to say by the time. Yeah. I think no it's one baby, of those, No baby yuck yuck, I don't like that. I did think the, you know, leading with your heart speech was nice. And I thought the kind of awkwardness or tension was kind of like this kind of interesting thing of like you've you have an ideal that you live by, but that's not the reality of the world that we live in. 
and I thought it was a little bit of a younger generation talking to an older mm-hmm. generation. Yeah. And I thought it was kind of really nice. And I didn't want to sit in it too long because I didn't want it to be beaten over the head with me. But I understand what you're saying, uh, you know, as far as like. Well, can I ask you a question about that? And I mean, it's legitimately like watching that scene. My main reaction was Talos is an idiot and he sounds like an idiot for saying this stuff. Like, it's so unbelievably naive based on everything that's going on in this show, let alone the past couple of decades. It was driving me insane. Do wow. you feel like that's the point, though? Like, are, is that supposed to elicit that reaction? Because the thing that was jamming me up a little bit is, like you're saying, Pete, I do think there's a debate there that's going on yeah. that is interesting in terms of, like we talked about with the previous episodes, between graphics people who are like, no, this has been too long. We got to do something here. We we can't sit on our asses any longer and wait for somebody to give us stuff. We got to get it ourselves. We got to make it ourselves. versus Talos's generation. Just like toe the line, everything will be fine. That's where we're yeah. going. Like, I like that debate, but the thing that Talos felt so stupid to me in that scene that I just, I think but the indication to was, feel we're that suppo- way. I think it's we're supposed to. to be on his side though. I think we're supposed yeah. to be like, He's no, saying no, no, the right you're supposed thing. to be on her side. He's supposed okay, to look that was dumb. my question. Is the and, one yeah, and we're supposed that. to be like, no, we're with her. Change needs to happen now. Enough of this toe-the-line bullshit. But what does she want? She's not clear about, like, we don't know that character at all. We've seen her do she a couple things. She was just like, dude, new guy's getting it done. Like, he proved his theory. It's happening. He's got a plan. What's your plan? And he's like, love's our plan, man. Lead with your heart. But, like, and by the way, Graphic is only getting it done in the same way that Dr. Claw gets it done at the end of an episode of Inspector How, Gadget. You're, you're goddamn <laughs> yeah. right. It's a great I, – I definitely see that. Yeah. Wow, Which that's great. Which is not getting it done. <laughs> but I don't no, even know I, if I've ever I seen you guys so. agree on anything, but the idea that Gravik is Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget, the animated show, next is a one. Next yeah, time. No, it's weird. It was kind of it's exactly how I picture him. And it's weird that Alex looked in my brain and saw that and said mm-hmm. it out loud. So I'm completely on board. That's very, very strange. Uh, the thing I was going to say, though, is like Gravik is a villain. Like there's – we barely understand the, his philosophy. There's some maybe connection that Nick Fury is sort of his father figure. But again, why haven't we seen any of that in four episodes? Nothing. All these characters are just floating in different vacuums, barely touching each other. Uh, the scene where like I have so many issues with the battle sequence at the end. First off, it felt like a barely budgeted network TV Gun battle? It didn't feel like the president of the United States for sure because it was like so. It was like three dudes, really. Like that's all the press I, gets. I, we're on the rolling. brink of World War. Sedman with two cars and three guys. One yeah. of whom well, is definitely drunk. Yeah. Well, yeah. And also, one of whom is the only superhero. I'm like, why don't they want him to put his armor on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, do, War Machine doesn't have a you know like a briefcase in the back. You can change. It was hilarious that in the middle of the fight scene, you cut to War Machine kind of doing what we're doing, what we were doing, just kind of watching me like, ooh, this it's is basically playing Candy Crush. I was like, what <laughs> is this? Makes no sense. And then Talos is a big hero because he comes up and he takes him longer to punch through the window than a regular armed no, human. That- that's bulletproof. <laughs> that's bulletproof. That's extra. You know, on the president's car, they got that extra layer, dude. It's they have hard to no, punch through that. They have no contingency plans. They're like, 
<laughs> Sorry. We went to the mall and the president is stuck in the car. It's like 98 degrees heat right now. If we leave him in for 10 minutes, we're in big trouble here. He's going to overheat and die. Well, no way 100%. of getting him out. Why yeah, don't punch it out, dude? Scru- scru- like Talos should be able to turn his hand into something harder than regular human meat. A. Right. Well, he's B, not a super his- squirrel. Scrolls can do that stuff. I think they could turn at least into like a bone, right? That's yeah, harder than a, a bigger guy or something like that, or like a lockpick, like literally anything. To the point that you guys are saying, and again, not to like this is not trying to rewrite the episode or something, but in it terms seems of like you're trying to rewrite, no, no, no. But then giving the tracker to Rhodey, I was like, okay, here we go. They're going to follow Rhodey. They're going to see yeah. where he goes on his day. It's a straight line. Like, it's legitimately a straight line in terms of the big, like, we're tracking Rhodey, we follow him, we get to the site where the president's going to be attacked, and that's our thing. There's no spy craft involved there. Exactly. It's just them drying up to a battle scene. Also, it seemed like they were... They were just driving by and saw a helicopter and pulled over. Totally. Absolutely the way that it was filmed, which is ridiculous. But like we were saying earlier, the fact that the president doesn't seem to have much of a security detail. And then when two old men who previously I think are on the run and are like blamed for a big bombing in Russia pull up, they're like, put these guys in charge. These are our guys. These old guys, they can barely walk and we don't like them, but put them in charge. I think the way it works in the government is oldest gets to be in charge. (laughs) I'm just checking that based on like regular politics right now. Yeah. (laughs) United States. Uh, It's like dibs. Can I throw something out horrible again? I just want to put this out there and I know you guys, Pete, you got very angry at me for even suggesting this last episode, but I can't get this out of my brain and I don't mean anything derogatory about it at all. I really think they are trying to film around Samuel Jackson. Like, He's not yeah. an old guy, but he's an older guy now, and he's done a ton of action movies. He's probably blown out his knees. So many of the scenes in every single one of these episodes are either him sitting down at a table, having a chair at arm's length, or even in the action sequence, he's like standing there and leading on a car most of the time. That's fine that they could do that, but I do think that has potentially somewhat limited what they could do. And based on interviews that I've read with the director and the producers, it seems like their approach to this was very efficiency-based in terms of everything. Like, all their answers are like, yeah, we were just trying to figure out this problem. We pushed ahead and we filmed it. Like, what do you all- want to see him doing? Like jump kicks and fucking spin kicks? And No, like- I, I think what it is is if they knew that Nick Samuel Jackson, their star, was going to be physically limited, figure out a, a plot or a yeah. place to put him that is not in the center of the action. Well, I think, I think the next he can be two, two the he can be like calling stuff, you know, or anything. Oh, but I think you have you have two options. He either can't because in this episode he is given the role of the superhero. It doesn't track. It doesn't make sense. The only cool thing he does is he's like, "I'll take my car that is somehow better than the president's, and it yeah. only shows it's better by opening the door." Something <laughs> most cars can do. Well, none not of that makes sense. Everybody's car so, because it was huge. Everybody else was standing around. They were like, "Well, my car doesn't do that," and he was like, "I press one." One button, all the doors open, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. What's up? Why I mean, is his car better than the president's? It doesn't make sense. Because so all the doors I think open. He, he should either, the show should be about him <laughs> missing a step. The doors. Yeah. It's really what it, it's in I the know, episode. Did you see the deleted scene where he shows off he has a CD player and a tape deck? 
What about an A track though, bro? You know what I mean? He does that thing where he sticks the tape in and there's a wire coming out and it goes to an A track. Nice. (laughs) That's a deep cut. But so, what, like Alex is saying, where he's somehow using his knowledge to get ahead, or the show's about him not being up to snuff and failing, but figuring it out, or throw an Iron Man glove on him and have him have a little <laughs> bit of juice. Because the whack that he rolls up there with the regular it, gun, the next everyone else has out. better guns. Everyone else has better Here, guns. Here's he rolls up, he can't walk, and then he's carrying a younger president <laughs> out of the car. The the thing that really crystallized for me in this episode, uh, to your point about, like, he's an old guy who can't keep up, that's the idea of the show. We've talked about that a lot. Like, he was hurt by the blip emotionally and physically. He felt like he completely lost control. He went off to space for five years, so his bones are probably lighter and stuff or whatever. Uh, but he's come back down. Yeah, that's real, space dude. Bones. You got, yeah, he's yeah, got space, space bones, bones. No, man. I know. I know. Yeah. I had an uncle who had space. Have you seen the the it. ice cream? Uh, you know that they eat in space. You know what I mean? Like it's different. Dippin' right. dots. Yeah, like, dip me misses dippin' dots. <laughs> He's addicted dip. to dippin' dots. Yeah. <laughs> then let's see that. Let's see that in the show. I want to see him eating dippin' dots in every scene. This well, is why I mean, SAG is striking. They need dippin' oh, dots. Oh wow! They've the demanded dots. Show. We that demand was, dots. The AMPT uh, was willing to seed on every single other demand, but when they got to the dipping dots thing, they were like, absolutely. We can't not. get dipping dots. They're in space. What, you Wait, what did, did you guys? Did you guys? Zaslav like doesn't want space bones. You think Zaslav wants space bones? <laughs> you want me to go to the zoo? I don't have time to go to the zoo. Did you guys like the detail that when he was going to shoot his wife, he didn't put his wedding ring back on? You know what I mean? That was a good. Yeah, detail. that's the rule. That's the marriage rule. Yeah. Here's what I, here's here's the problem rings off that, that I'm having that like crystallized for me in this episode is like. And this came from watching him do the bare minimum of spycraft here, where he was listening into a conversation without people knowing, and that he gave a trick Don Cheadle into a tracker by having him drink Pappy Van Winkle. All all that stuff's fine. Like, there's nothing complicated. Alcohol. I want to get to that in a second because I did way too much research about that. But the. All of that stuff is like bare minimum spy craft, and I think it's to show that okay, we're four episodes in. Nick Fury is getting back in the game. He knows how back to do in the, the saddle. Stuff. Even if it's not great spy stuff, I get what they're going there. But I think what happened was the first three episodes they didn't just make him like on his back feet. They made him dumber. Like they had, they had to dumb him down to make everybody else one step ahead of him, rather than have him be like physically. I'm broken. I still know how to do spy stuff, but oh my God, I can't keep up with these people who are even better at spy stuff. Well, and I would argue, because I think that's true, but maybe even a bigger mistake is like, we don't hear him. We don't know what he's thinking and and talking about. The scenes when he actually speaks, I think are good. Like the Pappy Van Winkle conversation is crazy, but it's good. It's It's interesting. It's a fun ad for alcohol in the middle of the TV show. It's a Mm -hmm. weird commercial. We should talk about it. Because it's like, hey, listen, even if you work for the president, you can drink while you're working. You know what I mean? Like they're going to frown on you. They're going to be like, yo, dude, you know, take it easy. You're close talking. You know what I mean? Like you got to turn it down, but they didn't fire him. Uh, that's true. Hard to fire someone who's like, "Hey, man, when you talk to the Russians, be tough." Later, yeah. I'm war machine. <laughs> I'm war machine. He made absolutely no back. sense. Is he the party scroll who they put in the most important role? <laughs> He's like, I'm wasted. I don't care. How does I don't, none of it make sense? But um, if he was able to say like. 
so this is a liquid tracker. I just got to make him drink. He just drinks it. It's in like, like if we're hearing about it, we're t- talking about it. There's going to be some humor there. He can be a little out of touch, but like good at parts of it and bad at other parts. Then that's a show where we're, it's about Nick Fury. This is like watching a slideshow of Nick Fury's shitty vacation. <laughs> well, and also I'll throw out there. And again, we're like re-editing the show a little bit as we go, but yeah. I like, like I said, I liked a lot of the Dodd Cheadle stuff. It was at least fun. It was there fun. was some life to it while you're watching yeah. it. I could have followed. I, that's an entire episode again, like him trying to track Dodd Cheadle. Instead, you have this very straight line of like, we know something's in the drink because that's how they play out the seed, because that's how these seeds play out. But you don't give us enough time to forget about it in any way. You don't get Don Cheadle on the road doing various things, doing scroll things, doing more machine things, doing whatever things. And then we wrap back to, Oh shit, Nick Fury has been following him the entire time. Instead, immediately after that, he's like, it was a liquid tracker. I put it in his drink. Let's go. It's all, there's no suspense to anything. I want to hear about the research you did on the booze. Yeah, just one more thing before that. Like, I think that's a hundred percent accurate. And if it was like an episode where they're like they're actually figuring out these scroll rather than just not knowing it and then a hundred percent knowing it, they're like, what's what's he doing? Is this motherfucker a scroll? Like, I think that's the kind of thing that I want to. I want that ride, and we'd get none of the fun. We get just the the poorly structured spy business. I yeah, want to know if I should be buying Pappy Van Winkle. Oh my God. Well, so very expensive dog. It is very expensive. There's a couple is of different, really here's what life? I found out. Yes. So I was like, is that really $5,000? Let's find out. And my initial search is confusing because it is a, I don't know exactly if you call it this, but it's a brand line from Buffalo trace who makes a pretty good bourbon whiskey. Uh, Pappy yep. Van Winkle is one of their high end lines. So they have a bunch of different years. I think they have 10 year, 15 year and 23 year, 23 year is the high end. But the trick of it is, is it needs to be 23 year for the proper year. So I think it was the 23 year that they released in 2022. So 23 years before that was, is generally $5,000, and there were bottles of it that sold on auction for $50,000, which wow. is insane, Sick. but like they make a very, very limited run of it. But it, unless I got this wrong, because like Drizzly, which is sort of my go-to, hey, what are prices? Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. No, I don't nice. know. That, that's reliable. There are a bunch of like very weird websites as well. The one that I think was released this year is currently like $250. Maybe, maybe it's $1,000 in some places. The prices were all kind of all over the place, but that's not $5,000 at least yet. So yeah. the thing that I'll throw out there that was very stupid, this absolutely doesn't matter. I legitimately like do not care. This isn't something I'm upset about, but uh, technically I believe Secret Invasion takes place in either 2025 or 2026. So at that Ooh. point... Because you remember, because of the blip, because we're actually in the future at this point, uh, that bottle would cost some different amount of money. It would not cost five thousand dollars. But very about when they flash back to two thousand twelve? How much would it be? If they great question, I don't know. I can't. That's a great question. Um, But whatever it is, it clearly somebody googled expensive bourbon, and that's what they put down there. But still, it's fun. I I want to throw out there. This is definitely a commercial liquor partnership in here. The amount of conversation. I do think so, yes. Yeah, I mean... The amount of conversation about Pappy Van Winkle... And how good it is, yeah. I don't know. I thought... 
I I only took it as like, what's an expensive bourbon that, uh, frankly, they could bond over being two black men about together and throw that out there? That seemed to be part of the conversation and the thing they were talking about. Maybe it's a product integration as well. I'm sure they had to get permission for Buffalo Trace, but I think it was also like uh, I thought it was uh, Fury kind of playing on the fact that um, if he is a scroll, he wouldn't really know about Pappy, and it's such a weird name that it seemed like it kind of like he was. That was established in the first episode that scrolls don't know the name Pappy. Yeah. 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 yeah, they call their um, their parents Dudas. Dudas and Boobas. Duda Van Winkle is something on Skrullos, which of course is the Skrull planet. Right. Um, the, yeah, that struck me as a, a liquor integration, which is a way that um, a lot of shows get extra budge. So maybe they uh, did that for this. And it's a cool ref too. Have um, you ever had Pappy Van Winkle? The 10 year is actually not crazy. Is it, is it good? I, I've had it. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I mean, wow. I feel You've like a it. lot of I have had it. Yeah. A lot of that world is like a little you're sort of in it if you're in it. And mm-hmm. so trying it like it was good, but it's it's still like a classic, you know, uh, brown flavor. <laughs> it tastes like brown. <laughs> tastes like brown. Uh, so what do else you think, about the. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Pete. Do you think because uh, it was a little tough to watch a fury walk away from Talos there on the ground as he was saving the president who doesn't seem as important in this. But why? I, why he leave that body? Why yeah, he leave why, that Talos? Body? They don't have time. He's an yeah, old man who could only carry one young man at a time. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think the start of the next episode, we see Talos come back to life? You know what I mean? So it's a little bit more of the. That no, I think Talos crazy. is dead, which is a bummer because Ben Mendelsohn is great. Though I will mention he's not dead. Dead. I mean, we I still will say that in Captain Marvel, Talos has replaced somebody with the Scroll Braid Machine. Right? Like that's how he ends up with that body. So technically, we could end up in the final episode with the real Ben Mendelsohn. Showing up in that brain machine to be like, hey, that's a great on? after credits been, little you, thing to give us. Sure. That poor yeah. guy who's been in there for like, what, 30, 40 years at this point? Something like that. A long time. Aged. Probably 23. Uh, so how no, does it, it work with 1995 was Captain Marvel? Uh, yes. Just saying because of the bourbon. Or 97. Like uh, because of the bourbon. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, good. He's really, he's expensive. Do you, think it was, do you think it was Buffalo Trace whiskey because they traced Don Cheadle? Oh, yeah. you see what they did there? <laughs> they traced him like a doodle. Yeah. Uh, a, a doodah and a muma. A doodah and a muma. Uh, Priscilla, though, she, the person she replaced, the actual Priscilla, isn't in the brain machine because she died, is what yeah. her story is, right? That was sad. So. I don't know why they're keeping all the humans alive. <laughs> hey, real quick, if you guys were dying and some alien walked up to you, would you think you Hell would yeah. just ask for three things? Or I'd say if keep the podcast going. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and I'm I don't good. know how and, scroll and just like, no in. I don't even need your brain for that. I'm good. No I'm way. Good, take my brain. No, that's fine. <laughs> what about my takes? <laughs> uh, I do have a, a, a something I want to ask. We've talked a little bit about why they're uh, in in the story why they remain in their human bodies so much right. and i was thinking about it during the gaia talos scene do you think it's sort of like when you go on vacation you're just always in a bathing suit you know mm. like <laughs> it's sort of like oh i might as well i might need this so i'm not going to change yeah. out of it 
but so, I do it, think so even though it's a little uncomfortable, it's like right, you like know, it's a little wet. You're like a little wet, but yeah. like the question is probably going to get wet later, so might as well continue saying. to be wet. Yeah, they're just going around to the different like bars, all inclusive Earth uh, mm-hmm. scroll um, fruit bars. So they're like, <laughs> I'll stay in the human face until I get out of the pool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there are certain scenes where obviously they're talking public, but there are also other things like. Kravik wearing his regular face when he's like, we got to pretend to be Russians and attack the president's <laughs> men. I'm a guy who is standing in the middle of Moscow Square and blowing up the Moscow Square. Nobody will identify me from there. He He's like all over the place. Yeah. It, it's totally unclear why he is. A, I don't think he has been a scroll. Maybe he's scared of looking like a scroll and, and that'll be a thing at the end or something like that. Or he's yeah stuck. I don't know. I don't know. Man. It was a... You know, it was brought up in the episode of like, don't you want to just be in your own skin? And I thought that was a cool line. Yeah. yeah. That's what I think when I'm in wearing my bathing suit on vacation. <laughs> I just want to be naked at the mm-hmm. pool, you know? Oh, we got to go. I'll, I have a place I'll recommend it to you. Oh, sick, dude. Yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> That'd be great. I hope they clean that pool regularly. They absolutely Oh, you think that bathing suit's protecting the pool from your disgusting body? That's your right. thin layer of, of, of spandex or whatever is protecting the pool. He wears one of those old-timey suits, the stripy ones that you see with the guy. The barrel. Like, I just yeah. wear the yeah. barrel. Made oh, out of wool. You wear a barrel with straps? That's not a swimsuit, my friend. You have a <laughs> tiny pool. You're inside your own tiny hot tub. That's what yeah. that is. Pete's swimming pool is Niagara Falls. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else now. about the episode? Anything else that we want to throw out there? Any other moments or things that you want to call out? Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. We've gotten four episodes in here, and there's something that we haven't talked about at all that mm. I'm stunned. Stunned we haven't discussed. Pete, we haven't talked about the Marvel flip. And the fact that the Marvel <laughs> flip is so short on Secret Invasion, Are you have you completely forgotten it exists? Is that the problem? Well, I'm... I get so mesmerized by that creepy green credits thing. Uh, it freaks me out. I can't hit That's the skip button. That's me making raspberry because it sucks. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's a weird thing that I get really spooked out by. Uh, and it kind of mind wipes me about the Marvel flip. Yeah, you're right. We do get gypped on the Marvel flip every time. It's maybe- We got gypped on the Marvel flip. <laughs> That's but my maybe in the last episodes, they'll give us a longer one. You know what I mean? Definitely not. Yeah. No baby. Uh, I will yet. say don't uh, like another positive that reminds me, actually, these episodes are pretty short. Yeah, this one was short. I was like, Zelda loves this. I love this. this one. I yeah, love yeah. the length of this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. When <laughs> I saw that, I was so happy. I was like, oh, great. I have plenty of <laughs> yeah. time left today. <laughs> the, and you know what? I was saying I like this episode better, but I definitely think I mostly complained about it. So maybe I need to retract <laughs> my statement from earlier. No, what, like what I was saying earlier, I, I I want this show to be good. I don't think it is good. It's getting there. It's getting better. I don't know. It's I don't know. It is. They're out of time. First yeah. off, they already finished it. So it's what it's not going to get better. It's not like Pappy Van Winkle. <laughs> slowly aging to perfection. How dare you? I'll tell you what. Uh, do you think in 23, 23 years? Yeah, we'll check back with the show in 23 years. Yep. Yeah, it's aged. Mm, yum. Mm, yeah, wow. Is there a liquid tracker in here? Oh, it's brown. Tastes brown. Tastes brown. Two episodes left. Mm-hmm. What do we think here? Oh, There's are we so move to much Mar- left. Our vision board, something we also haven't done in four episodes. Oh, that's a go. great, yeah, great call. Nice we were so disillusioned by this. Mm-hmm. 
We've been invaded. Uh, Pete, this is our a- this is our invasion boards. Mm. Our invasion boards. Well, Justin, what's on your vision board for the final two episodes of the series? What do you want to see happen? I want them to justify a lot of the wild different threads they've established here, but whether it's super scrolls, the brain machine machine, the like new scrollos colony that is just hanging out the I want to be in Nick Fury's head. I want to know uh, like how Gravik connects to him. If they don't do that next episode and if he's just a random scroll, which I, I feel like they're gesturing that he's not like then I don't know what this is. So I want any human connection between the characters and it to feel more like the and or they promised the and but. Mm-hmm. Uh, my main thing is I just want to see Fury do Fury stuff, like actual Fury stuff. I know yeah. they're trying to build Let towards Fury that. Be Fury. With two episodes left, come on, we all Release know it's going to be. It, we all know it's going to be a big super scroll fight in the last episode. That's what they're heading towards with like powers flying all over the place and whatever. And that's fine. It'll be a typical Marvel ending there. But like before that, please just give me Fury doing some tricky spy stuff that's interesting, that surprises me in some way that I'm not getting ahead of. That's what I want. Pete, what about you? Yeah. What's on your vision board? Um, I agree with what you're saying. I would love to see more Fury. Uh, you know, getting uh, released and just kind of uh, uh, doing the stuff that we know and love. I also, I'm hoping we're going to get to see like a, all the scrolls like not being humans, like being scrolls and having a battle where it's like uh, you got to get, get to see their numbers a little bit and how kind of uh, uh, powerful they can be. Um, not pretending to be humans and just kind of uh, attacking as themselves. Yeah, so, like some sort of million scroll march on Washington or something. What mm. the fuck just happened, dude? <laughs> There's a million of them. Okay. There is a million. Of yeah, them. there is. A, sure, sure, sure. I was yeah, just like, this is not I'm, a hot button thing. Everybody calls I, everything yeah. a million, whatever march. I'm not yeah, that's sort of a cold button topic. <laughs> All right. If that's um, such a thing. All right, why don't we wrap up here? If you'd like to support this podcast and all the podcasts we do, patreon.com slash comic book club to support the show and all the other shows we do. That's what I just said. That's, uh, that's could, what we do, yeah. You check out our live show, scroll. which is a show that's live. Uh, the brain machine on Alex is not hooked yeah, up. Yeah, baby, yeah. I like it like that, okay? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Facebook and YouTube. Come hang out. We'd love to chat with you about Marvel stuff, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe, listen, and follow the show at Marvel Vision Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more. Until next time, stay marvelous. No, baby, yuck, yuck. I don't like that. Marvel.